You are listening to Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. The city of Johannesburg is once again in limbo as it sits without a mayor after Tapelo Ahmed, uh, who was endorsed into mayoralship by Action SA as well as the Patriotic Alliance and the ANC, by the way. Uh, Tapelo Ahmed has since resigned um, and it, the city is without a mayor. Poor Palati may make a return. The DA has put forward her name. Will she be supported both by other opposition parties uh, on the, in, in the city of Johannesburg Council as well as internally within her own party? But really, does Action SA and the Patriotic Alliance regret how this has played out? We reached out to Kate and McKenzie, who was unable to speak to us. We reached out to Herman Mashaba, who was also unable to speak to us. But from Action SA, we are able to speak to uh, with Tembi Somachola who is a council member of the city of Johannesburg on the Action SA bench. Stembile, uh, St uh, thank you so much for your time. Really, really do appreciate it. Thank you very much, Oliver. Good evening to your viewers, your listeners, sorry. Uh, uh, let's if I, start. If I, if I, just one moment. Sorry, if yes. I may just correct you, um, Action SA was not amongst the parties that endorsed the, the candidature of um, Councillor Tapelo Ahmad. So we did not vote for, her, for him. Right. Uh, where, where does Action SA stand right now? Um, because they instituted, Action SA instituted the motion of no confidence in Tapelo Ahmed um, and now stands to have to uh, vote for a new mayor. Is there a candidate that Action SA thinks is suitable or will it consider the candidature of uh, uh, Mpopalati? So we welcome the, the resignation of the mayor Tapelo Ahmad although he may have made, uh, he may have brought up some other reasons that are not really true at his uh, resignation. We know and everyone knows that his resignation was as a result of our motion of no confidence that was set to be, to be successful in council on Tuesday. But uh, he decided to resign at night. Uh, obviously, we do welcome that. We think the city deserves better than him. And we look forward to an election of the executive mayor on the 2nd of, um, of, of, of May. Now, talking to the candidate, um, the multi-party has not um, uh, you know, selected one person as, as a candidate. Uh, we, I obviously know what you're talking about when you speak of uh, Councillor Mpo Palace, uh, but this, she's not the, the, the endorsed candidate yet of the multi-party. In fact, the conversation has not even gotten to that, that stage. Um, you would know of... of so can I just pause you? In the city of Johannesburg, who does the multi-party coalition include? So it's, it's, the, it's the... Ordinarily, I want to go back to the, 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 the multi-party that existed earlier. Obviously, at this stage, parties are not really... Um, um, not all in the, in the multi-party coalition group. But... Earlier, we had uh, in the previous administration, it was the Patriotic Alliance, it was Action SA, the Democratic Alliance, the Patriotic Alliance, UD, um, the UIM, um, and the IFP and the Freedom Front Plus. So those were the parties that were, were that constituted the multi-party government. Yeah. Right now, who does it include? Does it include the Democratic Alliance? Right now, uh, we where uh, obviously we learned of the DA's refusal to participate 
to cooperate with uh, the multi-party uh, on, on Sunday when they wrote to our party president, Emin Mashaba, telling him that they will not participate in a coalition that includes the Patriotic Alliance. Now, what's surprising is that we, as the multi-party, we do need the support of the Patriotic Alliance. In fact, with the support of the PA, we would be able to, to, to find ourselves in a position that would allow us to install a new mayor that will be supported by our coalition. But without them, it's going to be very, very impossible. Um, so, so at this stage, really, conversations and, and discussions, negotiations are still underway. Um, parties are still talking. Uh, we are hoping that uh, on Tuesday, we would have reached an agreement. We still urge the DA to reconsider its position on the PA and to be fair in these negotiations. We, we really urge them to treat these negotiations uh, yeah. with a degree of seriousness because what's important here is not the posture of the political party or posture of the leader, but it should be the interest of the people of the municipality that is concerned. And today we're talking about the, the city of Johannesburg. Who will the who will Action SA propose in the multi-party caucus once the partners meet? Look, we we do have um, capacity within within our party. We've got very experienced individuals. You'd know of Fonzin Goveni. Um, he's a very seasoned politician. He's he's a, he's a seasoned administrator himself. Um, obviously, uh, when the conversation comes to that, we may put his name forward. But the ultimate decision would be the decision that would be made by the collective multi-party coalition. So that would be all of the parties that would be included in that uh, in that discussion. So at this stage, I just want to make this clear. At this stage, there isn't any um, candidate that has been endorsed by the multi-party group. Yeah. Uh, so is Action SA open to supporting the nomination of Bopalate should the Democratic Alliance come to the multi-party conversation? I think that decision will be taken by the will be it will be a resolution of the of the multi-party uh, group. So that would be the leaders that will be involved in the negotiations. Should they come to that conclusion or someone else, we are fully uh, prepared to support any candidate that would be that would be put forward. Should it be um, um, uh, our councillor, councillor Fungin Goveni, or should it be the the DA councillor? We, are, we will be willing to support that as long as it is the decision of the multi-party. Right. Um, and just lastly, the motion of no confidence in the Speaker, Colleen Makubele, uh, of COPE has fallen away. Um, what, what's, the, what's Action SA's position on that? It hasn't fallen away. I think it would be brought back um, in, the, in the next council meeting. So when, when motions of no confidence are filed, they can only fall away if they get defeated. Um, so if that's if they get debated and parties vote on that. So we, we, we can still expect that that motion will be brought back to council uh, at an appropriate time. And we have confidence that we will be able to remove the, the, the speaker who has proven herself to be uh, not fit to hold office. I mean, you know, I just want to make one example with, uh, with, with the, the problems that we have with her is that she once went to a council meeting in Pretoria, uh, that's in Tuane, the Tuane council meeting. And on that day, the Joburg council was sitting and she filed for leave of absence, citing that she sick on that day and she was, she was granted that leave of absence, obviously. But we were shocked to see on TV that she's having interviews on national television. 
while we, we, we have an understanding in council that she's sick. So she's not someone who respects the position of speaker of the city of Johannesburg. She, 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 she has shown herself to be not fit enough to be able to run uh, the council. And, and we think it's, it's, it's appropriate that we file a motion of no confidence on her. Uh, how would you describe Action SA's relationship with the Patriotic Alliance? Look, we, we, we have good relations with all political parties that we've had uh, cooperation, uh, working relationship with. Uh, our relationship with the PA is just as good as the relationship with, the, the, with the, all of the parties involved in the multi-party coalition. Obviously, the, 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 the only hope that we have is that these two parties, that being the DA and, and, and the Patriotic Alliance, do find one another and they put, we hope that they will be able, in the, in the short period of time that's left, we hope that they will be able to put aside their interest and, 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 and perhaps, if I, if I dare to say, even their egos, just put yeah. them aside and consider the interests of the people of Johannesburg. And if that is possible, within this short period, we will be able to install a mayor that will have a vision for the city of Johannesburg and a mayor that will be supported by political parties that have got good interest of the city at heart. Stemmler, thank you so much for your time, and I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you very much, Oliver. Stemmler Majola, who is a council member in the city of Johannesburg uh, in the benches of Action SA. Uh, I want to take a short break on the other side of that. I'm going to speak to Leah Tontoba, and we're going to make sense of all of these developments for you. Your policies, your laws. Let's debate on Night Talk. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. I'm taking your reactions and your calls. Give me a call, 86 000 2032 And your WhatsApp voice notes on our WhatsApp line, you can send it through over there, 614 104107. That's 0614104107. And I welcome political analyst and lecturer at the Central University of Technology, Leaton Tobad. Leoto, good evening. Good evening, Oliver. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Uh, let's jump straight into it, Leto. Uh Action SA claims to have a good relationship with all the parties, including patriotic clients and the DA. The DA says, we're not coming to your meeting if PA is a part of the meeting. Uh, we don't do business with thugs. We don't do politics with thugs. Um, uh, Gayton McKenzie seems to be a power broker in here. He said openly he regretted the appointment uh, and the role they played therein of Tapelo Ahmed and that they must remove him. Tapelo Ahmed uh, saved his uh, political dignity and resigned before that motion of no confidence could even be debated and voted on upon and passed. Uh, Mpopalati says she might be coming back into the fold, but the DA doesn't want to come to the caucus table with other opposition parties to be able to get their endorsement and support for Mpopalati. Yet, Action SA seems to want to put forward the name of uh, Dr. Funzile Ungoveni um, should uh, it come to down that to the wire a lot's going on here uh, let's just start here who are the real power brokers i think the the real power brokers here and the way in which power is being fought over now that the voter must now understand that they are the real power and that at the end of the day they must be more discerning with who they vote for but at the moment i think yes the patriotic alliance is in a position where it has become the EFF of this new coalition of parties, right? Because we had um, seen the EFF rise into that position where they would come and 
and boast their votes and say, oh, no, we're not in a coalition, but we'll vote for your person. All you have to do is to listen to us on certain issues. And I think that has now fallen almost solely on the PA now. But the issue then is, I think the greater issue is, um, we've always been critical of the South African voter, right? And I want to bring this back to them and saying that, well, mostly South African voters vote in a sort of cult of personality. We, we come around Jacob Zuma, we talk about Cyril Ramaphosa, and none of these people are deserving of being leaders. But at the end of the day, it seems like even the leaders themselves know that they lead cults of personality, and they themselves are fighting at which cult must be um, aligned with which cult. And at the end of the day, their egos are getting in the way. And that will also, I think, translate to later elections when you're talking about coalitions. Because this was the only hope of defeating the ANC, right? And I think that the, the, the politics of let's defeat the other guys and we'll see everything later are starting to fizzle out because everything later is now. They started yeah. to defeat the ANC, but everything later seems to be falling apart every time you try to build it. Yeah, it seems to me, when, as you mentioned, cult of personality politics, it seems to me that that seemingly is the case. I wonder who Gayton McKenzie consults with when he makes statements or declares positions of patriotic alliance. Is there a national committee that meets, discusses, and a position is taken? Or does Gayton McKenzie just wake up and tweet, and whatever his tweets are is the position of the party? Seemingly, Herman Mashaba is a lot more consultative. Yes, uh, because Herman Mashaba has now learned the idea of the political um, machinations, right? That was, remember, that was the complaint of, of Julius Malema about um, uh, Herman Mashaba when he started out to say, Herman Mashaba doesn't understand politics. He's saying yes to things that might hurt him inside the DA, but is making sense for the city of Johannesburg when he was a mayor. And so that the issue now inside the PA is, for now, the, the PA is in such a formative stage that there is no national committee that you are seeing um, prevalent. All you are seeing is Gaten McKenzie and at times Kenny Kunene. And so the, there is no deep um, polit politics that are going on within the PA for now. They're in this building phase, but the kind of attention and power they've gotten in this short period of time is putting them in a precarious position. They have no way then to go back and fortify what could be deep political positions. And so now they're going, they're flying off of the cuff of what Gaten McKenzie is saying. That's why he'll, he'll quit his mayorship um, wherever in the central career, and he's now again in the Johannesburg politics. Because there is no spread of power in the in the uh, patriotic alliance that we think there is. He is the power in the patriotic patriotic alliance, and so that's also I think part of the reason why the DA fears him so much because they have no politics to to mend behind his back. They have nobody to to sort of undercut him with. He is just the PA for now. He is the face. He's the decision maker, and whatever he says goes. It seems. Yeah. Can the Democratic Alliance at all do local government politics without the Patriotic Alliance? No, it can't. They've seen that they can't do local politics without anyone, actually. I'm even surprised that they're trying to now undercut the, the EFF. It's just because of the power that the EFF is amounting. But at the end of the day, they themselves know that you can't even exclude one of these uh, parties in any of the things that you do. That's why it's called a coalition. You can't then say, oh, no, we're having a coalition except for Oliver, because you don't like the, the way Oliver walks. 
Because even the things that they are citing for why they don't want them in the in the coalition are arbitrary. You don't want a fact there. So basically, John Steinhazen would have said the same thing about Nelson Mandela in 1984 because he was a former president. <laughs> uh, but later, uh, Gaten McKenzie is no Mandela. Come on. No, no, no. Let us not put the Mandela notice on it. Let us not put the, the silk shirts and the, and the old man dance on it. Nelson Mandela was a former prisoner. In, in, in all definitions, Tokyo's Kuala is also just a thug in, in the definitions of, of what you call, of, of, of John Steenhazen. Because that, that's the definition, right? Because if you are once a thug and you go to prison, what do we say as a society? When you come back, we, we, we expect that you are rehabilitated. If we still call you thug and put that note on you, then it's an unfair notice. Then why did you go to jail and come yeah. back? Why don't we just lock up the thugs and never let them out? Yeah. What would you locate as the basis for the Democratic Alliance opposition to the Patriotic Alliance? Is it because they're pissed off that the Patriotic Alliance is eating at their colored voter base? Leto, are you with me? Can you hear me there? Ooh, seems like I may have lost Lieto and Toba over there. Let's take a quick sting there and see if we can get Lieto back on the line. Give us a call. I'd like to hear your reactions to this. 86 0 2032 I'm taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Let's take a quick break. Night Dog, walking you to the ballot box. You're listening to Night Talk. My name is Oliver Dixon. Let's see if we have Lieto back on the line. Lieto, do we have you now? Yes, I'm back, Oliver. Fantastic. What, outside of the arbitrariness of saying we don't do politics with thugs, what would be the real substantive reason uh, that the Democratic Alliance would not want to engage politically with uh, the Patriotic Alliance? Are they pissed that they're stealing at their colored voter base? But if that's the answer to it, then surely they must feel some type of way about Action SA as well because they're fighting for the same voter base effectively. What's the real reason for that beef? Um, I think it is the, the, the eating away at the colored base, right? But the colored base in the Capes, for example, right? So remember that um, even in, in the central Karoo, right, the DA was starting to become really prominent because of the colored communities there. And so it seems like the Patriotic Alliance is becoming a real alternative to colored people, and they can directly identify with the Patriotic Alliance. Jason McKenzie is, is, has made no qualms about saying this is a colored party. If you're colored, come here, right? And so the big problem then, I think, that arises is that on the other side, um, you, you don't see, so the patriotic, the, the action is A, is trying to take on the rainbow nation that is inside the DA. And so they have no specific demographic they're trying to steal from the DA. They're just trying to steal anyone who might want to jump over again. Yeah. And just finally, um, one has to ask, how will voters reflect on this at the polls next year? Is the current way of negotiating politics sustainable both for the Patriotic Alliance, for the Democratic Alliance, and for Action SA? Um, it's unsustainable because the big problem is it's the politics of, oh, let's just defeat the ANC and we will we'll be the solution later. And that's the problem. I think they, we can no longer play the politics of let's beat the ANC. Why, what are you beating the ANC with? But also this... It drags down the confidence in coalitions because 
what are you coalescing around? Because each and every one of these parties has their own manifestos, has their own goals for what they think South Africa should look like. If you give it to Gaten McKenzie, he's chasing away all the foreigners, as he says, in the, on the first day. So at the end of the day, they are coalescing around nothing. They are coalescing around the death of the ANC. So they're saying, no, no, let's coalesce around the funeral. Once the funeral is over, we'll decide who gets the scraps and who eats what. And I think yeah. that's the big problem <laughs> with the coalitions in South Africa. Yeah, Lieta, thank you so much for your time. And once again, uh, very insightful stuff over there. Lieta Ntoba, who's a political analyst and a, and a lecturer at the Central University of Technology. Uh, it is 11 o'clock. We're going to go to the news. I just want to remind you on the other side of that, it is the open line. So give me a call, 86 I'm taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 614 it's a minute after 11 o'clock. Midubi has your news.